mirrors are way more stadium than seating. Right? I think it's way more stadium seating at Seated? every fucking place. Yeah, at every place what? you go to. <clears throat> like it's waste management? And it's also a TPC course, so oh, they've it? got yeah. it dialed in. Isn't it TPC of Austin? Well, I thought it was Austin Country Club. Oh, is it Austin Country Club? I don't know, but, I mean, <clears throat> they're seeing the model work. And if you mm-hmm. can fucking stack them high, stack them high. And if people are buying, you sell them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we if we had lights at our golf course, we'd be selling fucking 90 times. No problem, you know, if you could do it. But, yeah, the, this golf course looks fucking awesome. Looks fun. Fun as shit. And I don't know. I think I say this probably every year that go that this thing happens. Is... uh. Is it always overseeded only fairways? It was last year for sure. Was it the same yeah. way last mm-hmm. year? Because I know, yeah, they had all the cold snap last year mm-hmm. or maybe the year before that it stayed dormant forever. This year, I wonder if they're spraying that out to keep it like that or if they're... I would. Uh, you know, just keep the contrast with the TV look rather than have that, you know, how it gets on... Certain areas they get it, you know, yourself facing well, part of, hills. Part of it too is I, like, I've got a bunch of volunteer shit. So when I spray out, it looks, you know, even the diquat will, will burn, right. burn it enough where if you're on TV, you don't see a bunch, a bunch. Like, look how clean they look. And then you don't have that inconsistent in the rough where the southwest facing hills yeah. are growing and they're fucking thick and thriving, <laughs> and the north face are all flat, beat down, and fucking yeah. done for. <laughs> You know, we've all been in that fucking nonsense. But that place looks fun as shit. They got a lot of cool, I think, a couple cool holes. And then, of course, the views, you know, when you're hitting back towards the fucking river. Mm-hmm. That one, the Bad hole, it's like the yeah. downhill part. What, I think like the, they can bomb drives on those. And you catch the downhill. With the bridge like in the background. and something yards. And then the next hole or two holes later is that reachable par four. I still, don't, I still don't like P-Dye designs, but mm. I'll keep that to my more. I, yeah. That's more golf maintenance reasons like how are you gonna fucking mow that little mogul yes yeah it was big on the seven guys everywhere uh, it was built like 15 20 years ago when we had plenty of dudes and now i've got seven and i've got to fly mow all these moguls around every fucking green yeah and you try to get you know the manufacturers come a long long way of making sure that we can mow all this bullshit you know that basically the big push in the late 90s mm-hmm. you know early 2000s that all of a sudden these golf courses were no longer traditional in my eyes traditional golf courses they were now being tricked up well you know, Pete t- Dye kind of started that don't you think right mm-hmm. before nicholas yeah nicholas be as far as my experience with playing nicholas courses that's a uh, he designed them where he jack could beat everybody on the golf course and that was with his brain how oh, he yeah. maneuvered his way around the golf course. He gave you a picture to, hey, you can hit it here. But really, the smart play is to play this particular fairway way over here to the left. There's a bunker in the middle of a landing zone in a fairway that I fucking hate that. Like, it makes sense in some holes, like number 10 at Indian Wells, because it's a short hole. So it forces you to lay up and you still have a long iron. Correct. Yep. Because to bomb it, it's like 330. Yep. Right. And then you'd have a short chip. Or you're forced to lay up, and it just extends the hole just because you don't have space. That yeah. makes sense. 
No, the risk, him just the like risk chucking reward, one yeah. out there at 280, and now you're penalized because you hit a 280 yard drive, which I haven't done all fucking day. Yeah. Of course, the one hole that there's a bunker in the middle. Now there's a magnet, you know, connect, I mean? you know, in the bunker, yeah. sucking your so, ball in there. And uh, to me, it goes back to how hard the game is already. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not all Jack. We're not, you know. Yeah. Pete Dye, like, isn't he famous? Like, golf's a hard sport, so why make the golf courses easy or some bullshit, right? That's, that's the most ridiculous statement, you know. It's the I, same, right? Yeah, right? It's golf is already like, hard enough. Yeah, and it's like, and it goes back to that question. Would you have more fun at a Augusta National if you shot a 126 or if you went out to a cornfield that was flat as shit back and forth all day and shot a 68? When when you walk off, what are you going to remember more? I mean, Augusta's a bad example. It's, you know, like a mid-range, top 100, but not. Right, number, yeah. Right? Are you going to walk off there and be like, oh, I, I don't know. I know. Well, we, I've said it a million times. Uh, well, I get, my, is like Highlands, you know, the place is awesome to ride around. Yeah. And it's great to think about playing. But then when you go play it, it's like, Jesus Christ, like I stink at this game. Yeah. You know? You're going to remember the 68 more than the 123 you shot at Highlands, right? Or Absolutely. I think a good example is my nephew and his my brother-in-law were just out here. I took him to Quintero, and it was it's unbelievable. Like, it's unbelievable. The conditions were unreal. They were spraying it. They probably lost 50 golf balls, right? And I then we go play my place, and I, they did didn't lose Did your brother-in-law have have shoes with the correct spikes on it? <laughs> he did have some. No, he had nice shoes, but he had the screw-in still. Oh, <laughs> from 1997 but then i think we they went and played my place and i think they had a way better time and like my place doesn't compare to Quintero. oh just, yeah right they well, just had a better time he had lost less balls played better golf had a I better time just as excited coming off my place as he was yeah Quintero. in fact probably took less photos i don't even know if quintero he was able to even really drink it in because it was just like oh here's a every hole surrounded by water and i just bladed one into the shit now i gotta go fucking dig through a cactus you know what i mean and then how much fun is that for you as being i guess quote unquote the host but yeah Yeah. you're you're still like have fun here we go no yeah that's what i'm saying is here we go you stand on the first hole and you see where their first ball Mm -hmm. goes and then their second shot at you know quintero i'm sure it was their third or fourth but you're hitting into the green yep you don't realize it kind of goes away from you a little bit and Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're just fucked. So point is, they had way less fun on something like that. Yeah, you know? for sure. And I, I mean, it's just like the same with Nicholas's designs. Like, oh, yeah, sick, but it's like, yeah, yeah. And I shot a 102, and I was just grinding out there. Yes, I don't know. It's that place. All of them there, Desert Mountain. Uh, that's beating me up. Those okay. are the ones that I've played multiple times. Desert Forest will eat you out, eat your breakfast. It's an unreal golf course. Yep. I'm just, I've never walked off of there and been like, yes. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, I just got my ass kicked. Yeah, but it is fun when you play those, quote, unquote, the real tough ones. You know, you look at the slope yeah. and the rating and you're like, oh, fucking 74 and 139-ish <laughs> on the slope. And you go out there and you respectably throw up like an 82 or 83. Oh, like, dude. Oh, that was some fucking golf right yeah. there, you know. As much as I wanted to die when we played uh, Trinity Forest, you know, at the end of that, I was like, oh, 82. All right. <laughs> yeah. Somehow I fucking survived yeah. that Lunchable 
brought me back to life on number 14. Just fucking, like an Uncrustable. Yeah, so that's what I meant. Yeah, the Uncrustables. Yeah, not the Lunchables. <laughs> fucking little stick of cheese and a cracker. That ain't going to save your fucking life. But an Uncrustable with peanut butter and soft that's white bread. ass ham or Oh, turkey. fuck. Gross. And a couple of Ritz crackers that have been I, rolling around. Recently, I was getting on a Lunchables kick in the morning for breakfast because it's only like... They're like 230 calories. Yeah. So I just drive to work and eat some Lunchables. And they're like a buck. Yeah. Get my five ninety nine coffee of the month. In a, in a Lunchable? In a Lunchable. Oh, breakfast, breakfast of champions there's right no there. Reason I, there's a, no reason. No wonder I haven't had a solid shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big fucking toothpaste. <laughs> yeah, it's, or it's just like toothpaste. Another Lunchable? I got the nachos today. <laughs> Fuck, what is a good Lunchable? Like, what's the go-to of Lunchables? There's no such thing. Remember, I I think there was the adult one that had Andy's mint in it. Remember that? It had, like, two different cheeses and two meats. It was like a charcuterie board. Oh, fuck, with an Andy's Candy's mint on it? Did it have a little mini pillow? No, I've never had one of those. You never had a Lunchable? No, I don't think I've ever had a Lunchable. I don't have children either, so. Well, I had it as a kid. They've been around. Uh, I think they were after me as a kid. Really? Yeah. The only thing that came in like a wrapper that was like lunchable-ish was maybe the cheese and that orange fucking cheese came with the little red stick that you could spread on the two little crackers that they gave you. They still have that. I'm sure they do, but that was the closest. It never had meat in it. Never. No. No, No. that wouldn't. But we would get hostess shit as our snack. You know, get oh, a yeah. fucking funny bone. I still bone. like a hostess. Oh, I'm still a hostess guy. Cupcakes are yeah. fucking great. Oh, dude, they're fucking... Uh, cupcakes are phenomenal. Whatever I don't know. Some, I don't know what the fucking frosting's made of. That zebra cakes? Shit. That, like, hexagon-shaped yeah. one? Fucking give me those all day. I like the funny bones, the chocolate What's cake. What's a funny bone? The funny bones, the chocolate cake with the peanut butter in the middle of it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've never had a funny bone. Oh. Tell yeah, you what, next episode... I don't think they sell them anymore, to tell you the truth. Well, that's why. So... You had Funny Bones, I had Lunchables. Yeah. And what about Big Wheels? What's a Big Wheel? Big Wheels is just like that plastic frosting shit coated around like a fucking chocolate cake with the white little dab in the middle of whatever that frosting-ish oh, thing yeah, is. Oh, yeah, Those are Ho-Hos, right? Uh, no, Ho-Hos are more like a, a swirl yeah. type thing, like a rolled up. No, this was more like a cupcake style almost wrapped completely. They have fucking cupcakes. gross. They have the chocolate yeah. with the cream in the middle. Those with are good. The, yeah, those. I like the yellow ones. I was a yellow cupcake oh, guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Every field trip I ever fucking went on, we got funny bones and one of those. <laughs> I wonder why I was a fucking 200-pound sixth grader. Remember honey buns? <laughs> oh, yeah. Honey buns are the I shit. I got a good honey bun story. I was in uh, basic training, and you're not allowed to eat any sweets. It's basically like you go to the chow hall, you get that shit. Yep. And But every once in a while, you get uh, KP, Kitchen Patrol. So you're just in the kitchen all day doing dishes and shit while everybody else is out doing training. I think probably had it three times. Well, one of the times like we had it and one of the Joe Sardins went or gave another private, like another kid in basic training, like a bunch of honey buns and was like, take take Guilfoyle in the bathroom and see if you want some. Oh, <laughs> just to test you? Up. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't me though. Yeah. It was some other dude. And uh, like, hey, you want a honey bun? And the dude's like, fuck yeah, what a honey bun is. <laughs> Starts burying it. Joe Sardin comes in, fucking busts him. Oh, and then what? Just I mean, push-ups sm- until oh, yeah, whatever. For hours. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Jesus The Christ. old honey bun setup. <laughs> but the thing is, what if anybody would have taken that fucking thing. If the we US, were like, or the like, no, the drill sergeant's going to find out. And why wouldn't you fucking tell me? If it was me, I'd go in there and be like, hey, dude, 
But Joe's starting to tell me to offer you some fucking honey buns. So just, we're going to leave here and just say no. Okay? Yeah. I don't want to do push-ups either. Right. That's kind of like, you know, our crews. Like yeah. all, the whole crew should have some sort of code or oh, just a word or whatever it is. We should all be looking out for each other. And there should be some things that probably we don't know about. Oh, at Indian Wells. And at right, least when I was up. on the crew, there were, you know, at least the landscaping yeah. crews, there was a lot of shit that we did. We got the job done perfectly fine but should we smoke that fucking joint in that lady's backyard before we fucking clean up this yard probably not but we did and you know what that's why we call it the motivator we fucking tore that yard apart and kicked ass all day long but should we be doing it is it an unspoken thing absolutely you know i'm not saying that goes on on our cruise but there should be some certain things like hey I spun tires over here. Fucking, yeah. you're doing divots on the tees. Fucking fill that thing for me, you know? Make it, help me out so we all don't well, get ripped dudes, on. The dudes at Indian Wells, they, they fucking were all in. Because they used to hunt balls. Celebrity back nine. They used to hunt balls all the time. Because there's a lot of landscape there. Yeah. And it's like, I would drive up. As soon as, like, I saw the first guy, I would never catch somebody. You know, it was like, Send up the yeah yeah exactly we, smoke signals going around and just goes yeah. down and then everybody's going to work so I would park way far away and walk and then like I would catch a dude but once you caught one like yep. hey Dan's walking or anybody saw me Dan's yep. walking like and the yep. first dude saw everybody on the back nine knew and I was that's out the there. way it should be it should you guys should be covering your asses yeah. everybody you know and that goes on every job you know every job you should be covering each other's ass. Against a big way. Get your shit done, but yeah. have some fun while you're at it and don't let the big boy fucking find out about it. Beer. Jesus Let's Christ. Let's get a beer. Huh? Let's get one of those beers. Oh, you want one of those beers? Yeah, go yeah. grab one. I'll fucking... Because since how we missed our last beer review, I had to put in a beer review before the fucking show even started. We left here and didn't even talk about it. Um, Right now, while I was setting up... uh. I opened up this North Mountain Brewery. It's here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's called the Old School Pilsner. Me and the wife were coming home from lunch the other day, and we wanted a couple of beers, so we just swung through here and grabbed a couple, uh, four-pack to go. Um, we've been there before. Uh, I wouldn't call it the greatest brewery on earth. They do have decent beers, but the atmosphere isn't the best. Um, I've eaten there once. Haven't been back. Couldn't tell you what I ate there. I'm not saying, you know, it's not bad at all. It's kind of just in a weird spot that you're not going driving to all the time. But it's off of Cave Creek Road, kind of south of, you know, kind of just starting to get into the real Phoenix City. Like, I live technically in a Phoenix area, but I don't consider me like Phoenix, like downtown yeah, Phoenix. No. I'm on, I'm the last Phoenix Road before I get into Cave Creek, you know. So it's uh, Dunlop and Cave Creek. Okay. Um, right across the street from a fucking sick Yantaria. They got rims for days, pink ones, red ones, blue ones, purple <laughs> ones, and big ones, big ones. Like you could box your fucking cutlass out <laughs> nice. Uh but this beer's really good. I mean, for something that's light, it's uh just a basic pilsner. I do like the fact that they're still working on kind of canning their beer, so it's a it's a fucking silver aluminum can with a sticker on it as their logo. Yeah, I you know? didn't even know you said that had a label on it yeah. when I first sat down. 
and it actually doesn't even have like any of its it's like a choose your own adventure abvs or ibus like i have no idea what this is <laughs> it's just All a I silver can with a sharpie so i'm gonna call it probably a 4.3 4.4 light crispy good i'll get a par par beer so I'll, well, I, before what you were drinking when you walked in here is we've had this on here before. Yeah, that is a fucking rocket. That is a rocket beer. It's an unbelievable beer. That tropical mist from Pure is really good. They got it back. Uh, I just got the single because I saw the single first. Yeah. And then a wheel over and saw the four pack. But I was in the market for a pale ale. Of course, they're hard to come by, but I yeah. found one. Uh, Bone Frog Pale Ale, dedicated to U.S. Navy SEALs. Let me get let me get another sipper. The f- the can is fucking badass. It's the skeleton of a frog, but it's silver can, big old bright colors. Yeah, it's good. Like it Moonraker looks like company. I mean, it looks like somebody would have that as a tattoo. My guess, and I can't see it, and nowhere on this can does it say hazy, but it, my guess is it's a hazy pale. And for that, I mean, it's good, but again, it's got just that. Six percent alcohol. You're probably right in that. I would say it's a par. It's a par beer for me. Just it's that hazy one. Ah, oh, Maddie likey. Mm-hmm. Maddie does likey. That's a pretty good beer. Um, I can definitely taste where you get that haziness, mm-hmm. or there's more citrus. It feels like a little juicy than here. than just your basic pale ale. Um. Wonder how much money goes towards, like, what are they supporting? Dedic- I don't know. Or is it just dedicated? It just says dedicated to U.S. Navy SEALs and that badass frog skeleton. I know, and that's it. Looks like it definitely is on the wall of a tattoo shop. <laughs> I think they might have stole that from somewhere. Um, what are we, Moonraker Brewing Company, uh, in Auburn, California? Didn't even know there was an Auburn, California. When I think Auburn, I think of that War Eagle joint. This is a good beer. I'm I'm torn on the what direction I really want to go in. See, to me, when I'm thinking of it, the uh, it's not a pale ale though. Like if I went in yeah, there, it was like, hey, I'm buying a pale, pale ale. It's like a juicy IPA. So for that, I'm out. No, just kidding. That was my missed wonderful. It's not better deal. than the Topa Topa Brewing one. We gave that a par. No, this is. This is a par. Ooh, that Topa Topa. I think we get birdies, too. We should. And if we didn't, we need to (laughs) re-review. Yeah. No, this is a par beer. Par beer we're going with because your advertising's a smidge wrong. I think maybe they stuck the wrong label on this can because this is a sticker onto a can. It's no (laughs) artwork on this. No, no, no. That's a sticker (laughs) on a can. It's a little more elevated. It is. It at least says that it's six percent alcohol on it. No, it's good beer. I I like this choice, and I yeah, it's good. I, I mean, don't think I've ever more. seen this inside that store. No, first time. Would it cost you for a four pack? Oh, seventeen ninety nine. God, beer is expensive. I know, but you know what? Like, if you sat down in a brewery and had, so you'd pay six bucks for that. Oh, for it, a all day, yeah, all day, so and I'd tour. rather it out of the can. I agree. I agree. Good beer. Good segment. No, it is. Fuck yeah. That's a... God. I love Fridays where I don't have to work the next day. I feel like I want to drink a thousand beers. I know. And it's 
it's toasty. It's a little toasty. Yeah, we're going to cry a little bit about the weather, but then we're going to kind of cheer it on. And come Monday, Tuesday, we're going to get a little bit more rain. So whatever you think Tuesday, your rye grass is going to, you know, I heard this week talking to a couple, oh, we're going to be burning up. Settle down. It's going to be fucking 90 degrees for like an hour and a half, 95 on Saturday. It's a little warm for this time of year, but we get it every year. It fluctuates like this. Warm it up. And then, bang, right back down to 60-something on Monday, Tuesday with some rain. So whatever you thought your ryegrass was going to burn up, woo, yeah. it's going to come back with a vengeance. But here's the problem with my place with the teas, fairways, and greens. If Like, let's say, I think I talked, when did we have lunch? Tuesday? And I was like, we got the 90s, I should probably let it rip. Like, if I let it rip one night, it, yeah. the, the rough gets so wet. So saturated. Yeah. So and I, got, you, I had the member guess. I was going to say, you so... You have member guests, and maybe we'll get into this because of where your club kind of sits, and I'm not knocking it. It's it's a private club, but it's not the over-the-top no. craziness. But still, as your job, um, you want to put out the best product that you possibly can because the feeling is, or at least we talked about it many a times, is your feeling is a yeah it's my job and i want to shine and i want to make sure my members say to their guest yes this is the one i belong to whether it is rio verde or estancia yeah, right. or, you know or Wingfoot yeah. or wherever you are where it's this level medina people are members it's it's, it's not our point to judge what they're paying to be a member at a club right yeah. they're proud of their joint you want to shine, but you also, we talked about, this is your chance to get, you know, how many people are playing? How many members, how many people? 144 full-on deal? Uh, we had some COVID dropouts, so probably like 120-something. COVID's yeah. still a thing? <laughs> it is. Essentially. It Weird. is. Yeah. It's kind okay. of blowing up Woo. out there. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of other shit that's blowing up in the yeah. world, so maybe... Maybe this blowing up push- actually isn't a good word for Yeah, it. right. But it's being pushed aside. My point is, how many people you got coming? And then they have yeah, a guest, yeah, right? Yeah, so let's go. That's ahead. potentially sixty yes. Sixty potential yes. buyers. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, if they're a guest and they're flying in, they're good enough buddies that they might want to live next door to them. You know, uh, they knew them from somewhere. Maybe they're from a neighboring club that uh, we've heard plenty of times where some of these clubs are getting so busy that members are leaving them for another one maybe like yours or tonto verde and i pick those because they're further away Mm -hmm. that people are less apt to drive to to become a member at but you know what you can now you can still get a tea time at your place to a point right i mean it's tea sheets managed properly yes right it's filling up but i know people that are leaving clubs because they're members and they legitimately can't get tea times tea sheets are filling up so most of them are seven days out for a, a private club mm-hmm. here that you can make a tea time. I know of one, 90 seconds, less than 90 seconds. I know that place. Yeah. If you played on Tuesday and you want next Tuesday, so you roll in there when, you know, or 7 a.m. the tea sheet opens in 90 seconds for next Tuesday, it's full. So people are moving on to your place. So back to, you know, this member guest setup. What does that do to your staffing and managing that particular? Are they playing both golf courses or do you flip both. off them? Okay, you play both of them. Mm-hmm. So well, they play white wing. They did practice round and then two rounds in a row on white wing. Then they go quail tomorrow. Okay. So you still have to set that fully up. As the manager, would you like it pulled back to let's really 
let's flip flop them every year and maybe have the practice round so they can go get some swings in on the other course, but nobody plays on this. And then you can kind of really, you know, shine shine the one, you know, you can go do the cut the cups, mow the greens, rake the bunkers and then send the fairway work because the demand for tee times. Correct. I understand that part of it. But if you guys just dedicated your one golf course each year for your member guest, then you could really shine it. And the other one can just maintain for now. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't shine it. Like, let's say we did the practice rounds over on Quail. Right. And we're shining up White Wing. We're still going to have 200 rounds on White Wing leading up. So leading there's no, up, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's no shutting down. That's not happening. It, just came, it is crystal clear. Okay. We are not shutting the golf course down. I just thought maybe you could maybe dedicate a few extra guys, you know, make sure that, yeah. you know, the bunkers on that side are edged and the sand is moved yeah. where maybe the course we're not playing the member guest on. We don't do that this right. week. We don't worry about it that much, but you really crisp up that place, you know, do the extra little things. I just thought maybe it would yeah. be a little bit easier for you as, you know, managing it all to right. really kind of help shine the club you know you're almost you're almost baiting and switching them a little bit but it is their big event my argument to that would be and i don't even know but if it's worth saying but so it's all worth saying. being like working with troon there's times where it's like oh spangler's coming so like let's give the extra you know what i mean to me it's like or at my club we're having the collegiate can we dry it out a little bit? Can we speed up the greens? Can we shine it? Whatever. It's like, I don't give a shit. I want the golf course to look that good every, every day, day for our members, no matter what. See, I so, was just thinking about those you know, extra yeah, yeah, smidgy yeah. little things, right. you know, like a little the, detail, the edge, detail make sure that, that every fucking marker is edged. Right. You know, yeah, every no, one of right. them, you know, send the guy with a little backpack blow or whatever. You make sure that the clippings are off. Every one of your yard, right. yardage markers down the fairway, we're, you know. Yeah, we're talking about minor details. I'm talking about in overall stuff like playability, screen speeds. Like we're gonna double roll. Abs- we're, you know, we're gonna do the extra things. I remember, guest always. We can't always double mow, double roll, but we want that expect. If if member guest is a ten out of ten, we want the members at least at a nine out of ten every day. It, it, just for me, and it's like I, not because the president's coming to play, because the members first like this is your event the collegiate they're gonna come and go what the fuck ever i want you to come back tomorrow and say man this is as good as it was yesterday yeah no and i and i think i don't know if i was saying you know i wasn't really talking your playing conditions yeah i just just think that extra oomph you know you take maybe maybe we just rake bottoms on bunkers tomorrow and then that extra guy we can take and go string trim around the water cooler right right? yeah like or all that i just didn't know if that's how it for sure that's what we do you know, I was like, we've got Poa around trees where just the pre-emergent really not yeah. got around. And it was sending guys around Because you were too to, busy breaking off the sonic boom system on that <laughs> that's tree. That's exactly so what I did. That yeah, tree has covered with Poa, the one I broke the sonic boom on. Um, <laughs> I'll show you. It's on one white wing, the first wing on the right. First hole. That's first funny. hole I spread. And that's fucking Broke unreal. the sonic boom. Brand new machine. Uh, but like, hey, you three go hit the trees with the just whack down the yep. the the rager or the uh poa you know what i mean or go the irrigation boxes look like shit water coolers all string trim all that yeah yeah that's good though um 
fuck, where else was I going with that? I just was wondering where you stand on that because I remember oh, some of it though. We've the, we've talked. It's like it's a member expectation because we get the couples event and they wanted to run like they were like, oh, we're going to do an eight thirty shotgun on both golf courses, and I was like, hey, we can't. It's the couples member guest. It, to me, it's the member guest. Yeah. And I went and grabbed somebody important, and I was like, hey, we might not be able to mow all the greens. If we got both sides on a week, it was a Saturday, 8.30 yeah. a.m., half crew, I'm going to, you know, not nobody wants to volunteer. You know, like, I might not get through greens at 8.30. That doesn't matter. It's like, but it's the member guest. They won't know if it's not mowed. It's like, but, it, oh, and, and then it's, for me, I got to maybe just take a step back and say, fuck, they don't. They're taking precedence on their member guests getting – it was for afternoon play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it was both golf courses. So if you yeah. weren't in the event, you weren't playing. And those voices are so loud that it's like, well, nobody's going to know if you didn't mow fairways that day. It's like, I'll know. Yeah, I know. And it's so funny because – Maybe it doesn't. I know. It you goes know? back to the days where fairways were getting mowed six days a week. Did we really need yeah, that? That was we, for the superintendent, not the golfer. I know when I was at Highlands, we were mowing for the men's member. Actually, for the ladies, too. By the time I left, it was like, hey, we can't, like, put this level for the men's and not do the women. You know, that it's the yeah. same price. Like, why was that always like that? But it changed when I was there is we mowed morning and then we followed it in the afternoon. You know, we had guys yeah. coming in the Actually, the whole crew. It's a crew, PGA event. Yeah, it legitimately is. And it was like, holy shit, this is for, you know, just regular players. But, hey, they pay a premium for all that shit. And, again, you're trying to sell. You're a salesman those days, too. Well, good luck now getting the crew that's going to come in the afternoon, too. Oh. You'd have to get volunteer superintendents. Yeah, actually, uh, Monday I'm going in late. Uh, you know, when we do the airifications or the solid tining, you know, I'm going to run ninja tines probably not this Monday, but the following Monday. But I've kind of saw a window there is like, all right, I got to go do some spraying here. Uh, stick around for the next episodes. I'll tell you what I'm spraying. But because the rain coming, I have a couple choices of what I can do. But anyways, I was talking with Martin about it. I was like, hey, we need to block these afternoon times so we can either go airify. But I'm not sure if the tines will come in in time with all the shipping bullshit you know, is it going to be two weeks to get me all this shit? Because I put in my monster every time I'm ordering for all the summer and then probably a couple into next winter. I just did it as one giant order, spent like 5000 bucks because I figured, oh, let me cut down on the shipping cost of it. I know what I'm going to use. If not, I will end up using these yeah, things. Right. Let's just order them all at once. And I thought, oh, maybe that'll take a little bit. So well, let's block these tea times, you know, on this Monday and next Monday. And then I saw the rain coming. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to fucking go out there and ninja time on Monday afternoon and not be able to finish the golf course on Tuesday because it's raining. So I pushed that back. But I thought, you know what? I can go spray on Monday. So I'm going to go in late Monday. There's, It's just things like good good luck bringing in people. You know who that person is. Right. This guy. You know, this guy's going to go in there and do it all. So sometimes you just have to move you around rather than moving the rest of the crew yeah. around. Like me and the mechanic, me and Mark, we come in. You know, I've started this just this year. It's like, fuck it. Let's make this a little bit. It does stink, you know, because I'm not, we're not evening workers. Go out there and do it a couple times. And you're like, hey, you know what? It's kind of fun. This is fucking beautiful out here it's at this time. Nice There's in the evening, nobody it? out there. You see the golf course dis- differently in the later afternoons because the sun is setting and mm-hmm. it's, 
it's just quieter, you know, and, you know, Fountain Hills are fucking, I mean, I just found out a week ago we have a mayor, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I mean, it is quiet over there, and it yeah. is very nice. You start to, for me, I start to go, all right, I kind of get why people live out here, you know, a little bit. It's so they got the dark there. It's a dark sky town, so there's yeah. no lights. That's got the Palm anywhere. Springs is like that. It's pretty fucking slick. Uh, a lot of animals come running out that night, uh, or at night, or that time, especially now with fucking a little weather warming up. You get some guys running around nighttime. Some serpents running around Have during you seen the day. Yet? Yeah, we got one the other day. Uh, I got a new. So around my shop area, we're doing uh, a big old block wall around like the dumpster area and all that shit and redoing that fence. And then we're doing a legit house around my pump station, block wall, new roof, because I lost the roof in the storm yeah. this summer, finally getting around to replacing all of that shit. But that's happening actually this weekend. But uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. This podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. They're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and they also deal with New Mexico, Southern Nevada, and also Southern California. I, for one, are a big user of a couple of their main products, like Florentine. I throw that on my greens. That's part of my greens program. I've been using the Guru Paint, and I'm a big fan now of the Ninja Tides, but they do have some other products uh, on their website at SW turfsupport.com again that's swturfsupport.com go here go there and check them out find the distributor in your area check out their line of products and possibly if there's something else you want they might have that too thank you later stay pissed everybody fuck what was i just talking about holy shit my brain just went fucking dirt I don't even know what I was fucking talking about. Legitimately, one hundred percent. Don't. Dude, even I was know. falling, and then I looked up and saw Neiman's chip, and I was like, "Oh, Neiman!" And then I was like, "Fuck!" Holy shit! But yeah, going in the afternoons, I don't know where I was. Oh, going. that's what we were talking about going in the afternoons. But then, oh, how nice it is there! Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, my brain is a fucking retard right now. <laughs> Holy shit! But I just think it's you know sometimes we have to do it, uh, and it's. It's nice then. Yeah. You know, you understand, oh, I could get a little bit more even like done. overseeding? Like, as the sun starts setting, you're overseeding. It's like, well, you've been busting your ass all day, so it's like the finish line is closed. Yeah. But it's just good. To, it's kind of cool to be out there when the sun's setting and not just running. And it feels there. like how much more work you can get done in that time when there is no golf there. So oh, yeah. I'm going to buy. I'm gonna bank on this. I told Martin, hey, keep both of those days blocked. I got something else that would really help me. Meaning that, like, Tuesday, if it doesn't rain, then I can go spray the whole other side of the golf course. Yeah. And I'm done. Rather than it typically takes me four days, you know, this time of year when it's busy, get out there, get a couple tanks, two tanks, and then I'm done. Yep. Maybe three if I get to the backside. But now, day two, you know, I got to wait for mowers. I got to wait ahead. So it's taking me longer to get started. Then, boom, now I can go. Now I don't have the holes to skip ahead because I already sprayed those ones yesterday mm -hmm. when I skipped ahead. Yeah. So it, it really just fucking slows a lot of shit down. So we'll see if this works out. And uh, I don't know, moving forward, it helps out so much 
And you know what? I go in a little bit later. It's no biggie sleeping on a Monday. I mean, not that I haven't done that before. <laughs> All the time during football season. <laughs> Fuckers. God, Mondays stink. Monday's the worst day. On Mondays the stink. I just got uh, the my old well finally got its pump and motor put in. It's only been down since November or October. October, Jesus. November. Uh, they rebuilt the pump, had to get a new motor. And I was over there the other day and, uh, they got it all hanging from the truck, ready to start putting in the hole. And the motor that we got doesn't quite match up the same way as the pump that we have to go into there. You know, the bolts, the manufacturer of the motor says that we got to go the bolts from the bottom side screwed upwards. The pump manufacturer says that all the pumps that we should be fitting into this, the bolt should connect from the top from the pump or the pump down to the motor. Well, in order to get this thing in there, you only have fucking three inches, but you need a four inch bolt so you can't squeeze it up. So I'd, I can't wait to see how this really works out. But there was a full day of the guys out in the field like, hey, we're ready to put this in and it's not right. Yeah. So the people in the office, now four or five people are scrambling on how to tell the guys in the field how to put a bolt, a four-inch bolt in only a three-inch spacing. <laughs> I mean, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> As we say all the time, what are we fucking doing? What are we doing? You didn't, no one looked at that <laughs> when they doing? left the fucking shop. No one looked at that when it was all starting to go together. That, hey, when we, you know, this pump doesn't quite match up with that. I mean, it will. It all will work fine if somehow you can sneak that fucking thing in there. So I just drove. I said, good luck, boys, and drove away. Like, you know what? If it doesn't work, it's on you. It's not on me at this point. I'm not a fucking pump guy. Yeah, right. You know, I can sit there and look at it and go, hmm. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck beat? was that? It was a big old hornet, fucker. That came in hot. Good thing it didn't sting me. There it would have been it would have been dead. But uh it's like I don't know, we say it a lot. What the fuck is going on? What are we doing? Who the fuck there's three of you standing out here. <laughs> How many of you saw you know I try to say, Oh, I ain't blaming it on this guy. Oh, they're just the guys that are putting it in. You all work on the same goddamn team, you know? We got a round peg and we got a square hole. How's this working? I don't know. Figure it out. Load it up on the truck. Drive it out there. <laughs> figure it out out there. Just call me when you get there. Yeah, call me when you get there. And by then, hopefully, six of us sitting in this office that have never been in the field will somehow look up specs and tell you how to do it. That's what we were waiting on when I drove away. I was like, you got to be fucking they get kidding it in? me. Um, it's The trucks are gone. I stopped driving by. I literally stopped driving by. I was like, you know what? Because they're going to have to come out here and test it and pump it. And I'll ask questions later and be like, so how'd that bolt go in? <laughs> you know, is it in? Well, I know how it should be. So when it breaks and they pull it out and I start taking a little fucking iPhone 13 photos of it. And there's no humble bolt. Brag. And if there's no bolt in there, <laughs> yeah, humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really a seven, but it's running out of data space. <laughs> And it's got a crack screen. <laughs> but, fuck, you got to be kidding me. It's just constant. I'm done I'm done the babysitting part of it all. It ain't my job to go fucking tell you if a 
That's what I hired you to do. <laughs> yeah, and, right. If I if I knew I was getting into this, I would have done it. Well, fuck. Hopefully, we get it in there soon because, like we said, I mean, we're getting a taste of it this weekend. Is the ninety five degrees? So, one hundred five's a month and a half away. So far. Yeah. So. I mean, it's May when we'll hit those hundreds for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I need water. And I kept telling them, I want this in April 1st. I need it in April 1st. That's my deadline. You guys can dick around all you want. As long as my other well works, fine. April 1st, I need it because I'm going to need water. Well, they're going to get it April 1st. We'll see if it works. <laughs> Who knows? Well, fuck. You got anything going on the golf course as far as once this is all oh, done, yeah. your member guest? Monday, we're, we're verticutting Monday immediately. Right now, we're taking the spring rake in the rough, dormant, just trying to remove as much material, material as possible and running the rotary unit. Actually, we had the real unit out behind it, and I grabbed it. We got the new 4700 big-ass seven-deck yeah. unit. And I was like, let's just take it out there, mowed with it two holes, and they're, they look just so much cleaner. What are you mowing it at? Inch and a quarter. Inch and a quarter. So we're fluffing it up with the spring rake, mowing that off. It looks really good. Just trying to open it up. The holes we started with, I don't know, six days ago are greening up. Nice. Just trying to, one, remove some of the thatch. Part of the, the shitty part about not overseeding the rough is, you know, every year, if you were to overseed the rough, you would scalp that down. And right. Just, that's and how you vacuum it. And re- right. Yep. Right. You don't overseed it, so it never gets that verticut or that, that mow or the scalp. <clears throat> so... I guess this is our way of doing that. Probably keep that just rolling, um, greening up a little, and then I guess April first we'll look at putting out three ounces of revolver. Okay. On the so quail closes first on the sixteenth of April. Uh, yeah, sixteenth of May. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. And so the, I guess the plan is to do three three ounce rates. And almost I think we probably talked about this twice at nauseum. Yeah. So just as a, as a growth regulator, fertilize behind that. Hopefully the Bermuda starts taking up, so we're starting to see some pop in the right. greens. Yeah. So we want to probably verticut every other week. So you've seen a lot of Bermuda coming not through. Not a lot, but it's there in the areas that like the salt affected areas. It's greening up. Yeah. So that's good. It's not really growing much, but it's greening up. No, and it won't grow for a while. So we like got really grow next week. Nothing. So we'll hit it hard with the verticutting and stuff. Greens, fairways, tees. Then women's member guest is the following weekend, so we don't do anything. So maybe continue the spring rake in the rough. Which they'll go like because it's thinning that shit out. There, yeah, you know, right. Playability-wise. Mm-hmm. It does look so much cleaner after, too. Yeah. It's giving it a nice clean cut. We'll have the it's ladies. It's even, And then least. it's all systems go on verticut and getting ready to maybe just run the spring rake because I can go so much faster with that. Just run it up and down the fairways, yeah. too. Anything yeah. we can do to disrupt it, start chucking. Uh, only, no, I don't. I won't do revolver on white wing because that stays open till yes almost July. So we'll we won't start until probably. When do you think you'll spray that? When June? we open, probably when we, like the May sixteenth. Okay. Close. We'll just see. No, uh, when it's you be a lot of the weather, second course that you're closing, yeah, probably the sixteenth of May or the week prior. Yep. Okay. What about the second one that's closing in June? Oh the. F- Oh, the, oh, I'm sorry. I got it confused. The first one in May, I'm going to start next week. Yeah. The second one that can close in June, I'll probably start. Two I guess weeks. weather dependent. Yeah. In because two last weeks year, before-ish. I planned on doing the three three ounce rates. Last year was so fucking hot. I only had to do two and it was toast. Yeah. So it, it'll just, I guess, depend on the weather. But I got to keep one. I get the luxury of keeping one that can transition right. a little later. Mm-hmm. So. 
When do you plan on putting out that black machine? May 16th. Okay, that's when it starts in the and it top stop. dressing on the fairways mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yeah. And it doesn't stop until overseas. I am, uh, God, I keep throwing this out there. Uh, you know, I have a contract coming out this year to actually airify and pull plugs for the fairway. So I'm holding off on a lot of my solid tining and shit of opening up because right. it's like, all right, I'm going to, I have somebody else coming out here and actually doing more than what I've ever done. Um, but uh, so I'm trying to figure out like how long I want to keep this shit around, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer. I know Easter's quote unquote early this year, right? It seems like every year it's fucking, hey, Wednesday's oh, it's fucking early. It's late like once every fucking four years, you know. I can't keep it straight. Who the fuck knows when it is? When is Easter? Do you no, know that? No, don't ask me. You don't know that it's the first full moon after the fucking third Wednesday of It's the first fucking... time I've ever heard that in my life. <laughs> I, know, I don't know when it that is up? either. Yeah, it's, it's, it is has something to do with all of that shit, but I don't know what it is. Oh. But I know there's rules of like it's the first full moon after the you beginning be of the bullshit month. Me I swear to so God. bad right now. Hey, I, I just know it bounces listen, around. It's the day that Jesus did something. I know he that. Is I, he is risen. Oh, it was? I thought it was all about a fucking bunny coming out of the ground and delivering candy to all the fucking fat little fucking diabetic kids. Hey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and they get it in the fucking... <laughs> Remember the, the bags basket. of the fake, fake grass? Oh, yeah. So bad. And then your dog or your cat will eat it, and then their fucking hoop's got a fucking hey, green your, string hanging out What's your stance on a Cadbury cream egg? Gross. Trashed. Gross. Yeah, Peeps. <laughs> they keep selling. Peeps. Gross. There's a reason they only sell Peeps like yeah. the McRib once a year. I mean, I don't know how a Cadbury egg is even still around. I mean, I guess the chocolate is a little bit different because it's fake as fuck and it's not chocolate, so it is chemically tasting way better. But as soon as Reese's came out with the fucking egg-shaped Reese's peanut butter cup, oh, I think dude. that... Cadbury <laughs> should have just folded their cards and just been like, "I'm fucking, I'm done, How, I'm done." Remember the uh, jelly like beans? Bunny Every one of them is fucking chocolate disgusting. bunnies, like the big ones. Yeah, that's How hollow in the middle. When you took a bite, it was hollow. It's like Gross. fuck. Yeah, but if you had to a real one. Could you imagine how long it would have fucking taken to well, eat that thing? As a thing? seven-year-old, I would have buried it in 10 Gross. minutes. Well, they, when they did come out with the Crunch Bar version with little fucking speckles of crunchies in it, I mean, fuck. Speaking my language. God, Jesus Christ. Fucking candy. Gross. <laughs> I mean, it's good for like a bite, and then all of a sudden, after I, you I watch the, the shit fucking my bag. Kids eat, and I'm like, God, I used to like Fun Dip. Oh. <laughs> like just a straight sugar stick yeah. into sugar. And pixie sticks. <laughs> and wash I mean, it down with a big red. <laughs> <laughs> Or fucking pop rocks, your whole fucking mouth. Do they make those anymore? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, they they went back into production when fucking Mikey from the Life commercial allegedly died from it, and then all of a sudden he shows up at like a thirty-two year old fucking waste product, fucking probably jamming heroin needles in his arm. But he was supposed to he died from pop rocks. You you weren't supposed to eat pop rocks and then drink and then drink a soda. It's like every kid did it. Like before it was a never, it was like, wait a second. I could fucking do that all the time. So dumb. So dumb. Oh, I got me some new wedges the other day. I, I know you saw the picture of me a little fucking. Yeah. Well, I was, that was on Instagram. and Andrew fucking said the same thing. He's like, is what's the ball mark on the end of that fucking club? And I was like, I had to dodge fucking ding dong. Frankie was trying to do videos with me too. And I almost fucking clipped her a couple of times. She's getting very, very good at, Today we stood out at the putting green. Probably five, six people. She laid right next to me in the collar and never went after their ball once. As soon as I picked up my club and dropped the ball, which I don't care. She's good to go after those. But she's getting so good at realizing that 
I can't go after that fucking thing. We sat out in the fairway on number 11, pretty cl- close on the turn, and I just let balls land next to her just to see if she would go. And she perks up like she wants to. Nope, we're all good there. Uh, Going to get a rattlesnake trained here in the next two weeks for sure because had one the other day at the shop. Uh, to bring it all back around, you asked me if I saw yeah. any. And the guy's building the walls around uh, the shop. They That's moving, what it moving was. some shit and uh, scooped it up. And fucking here it was. It just It was just underneath a couple logs, just fucking hibernating. You know, he scooped it up with the shovel, no problem. Uh, and wasn't doing anything. So, But they're there and they're ready. The, you know, and these are the times that they start to become active during the day is, you know, everybody thinks they run, they go outside in June. And there's going to be fucking rattlesnakes everywhere. No. no, there it's too hot for them. Oh yeah, it's now until about May first, May fifteenth. You know, night times are cool, but the days they got to warm up, and then again back in October through September is when they really get active. So, uh, got to get her rattlesnake trained, and uh, that's going to be interesting. So, how do you do that? So I take it to the, so I started looking at it and I started talking to Andrew. I talked to Craig over at Fire Rock who've both had theirs, Rattlesnake trained. A couple other people too. They got, there's a place up right near Dove Valley. Um, and it's a full on crazy dog training place. You can buy up to $6,000 packages for your yeah, dog, right. you know, like three month training deals. And uh, they bring them out and they put the snake in a net. And it's kind of a very thin mesh. So the dog is protected, but they're bringing the dog and the, they're training it on the smell of the snake, not the rattle. There is a little bit of the rattle, but it's more on the smell. When you smell it, that fucking Zapparino. Yeah. And they, you know, they usually, you know, uh, shot collars and shit like that. But uh, everybody, you know, those two plus a couple other people I've talked to, it's one time you brought them. And you'll never have to fucking retrain them again. And they do like a, they tell oh, you, you only to go back. One day? Yeah, it's one day. Like the place that I'm looking at is like 30 minutes. They say the thing should be good to go. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I mean, you can pay a lot more and they'll, you know, like Andrew brought them and uh, brought Rhett to uh, a place where it's a defanged live rattlesnake that b- they bring it out and it's actually outside of the net. Uh-huh. The place that I looked at that I think I'm going to go to first or at least really inquire about is they put it into like a little mesh and it's a legit snake and they do on leash off leash and basically get it. And they say most dogs are 30 minutes. Oh shit. Yeah. Nice. So, but I need her. I have her pretty much, um, trained to not go in the desert in general. Like she gets close to that. And I, it's the only time I turn up the little shock just up to the buzz and hit her right now it's just beep and vibrate and she listens really good if not it's really just the collar like i put it on her in the morning and that dog turns into another dog oh yeah if she gets out of hand here at the house you just put that fucking collar on her and she becomes another dog uh and all i do is beep the beep and vibrate yeah, right. thing i had same uh, with my old bulldog you just start bark we did it for barking bark collar as soon as you chuck that bad boy on for yeah. six months oh yeah there was no barking yeah we'll go back all right, put it back on. One little beep. Yeah, Six yeah, and it's just a good. beep, and sh- they're cool as shit. The vibrate. Then, I know, and it's fucked up because I stick it on my arm, and I 
you know, zap it. And it takes me up to like three or four to really be like, oh, okay. But that's on my fucking arm that's, you know, exposed to the elements, rougher skin. I haven't put it on my fucking neck. (laughs) Let's do it right now, dude. (laughs) Come on. I know. Let me uh, get you. I got a couple buddies that used to do that in college. Like they had to play, like playing drinking games. If you were losing, they'd fucking have a (laughs) shock collar that you had to wear for like the next 30 minutes. And somebody else had the fucking controller. They could get you at any fucking time. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Let's give it a buzz, dude. Nah, I don't know where it is. Oh, Maybe yeah. All of a sudden, you can't find it. She starts acting up. Yeah, you know exactly. exactly, where yeah, the fuck no, exactly. It's the front seat of my truck <laughs> in her little bag. I can't find it. Hey, there she Look, and she's here saying, hey, you're talking about me? Frankie girl, you're so good. She is uh, learning to not really like the crate at the house. Oh, she no. realizes that when she has to go into it now, we are vominos. Yeah. So it's, she still goes into it here and there at night, but she's moved on to like the bathroom. Oh, really? Like that's her spot. Uh, but I think she's very, very close to, she can while out here with the doggy door in the backyard. Yeah. You know, she doesn't do any damage. Maybe I'll just put the shot collar on her and fucking let her <laughs> hang out here. We'll leave her out here, you know, free to do whatever she wants. If we know we're going to be gone for like an hour, we're going for the grocery store or whatever. Let's leave her in the backyard, come back and assess the situation. Yeah. But, uh, oh, she's fucking good. She's getting big. She is Fuck getting her. big. Oh, ding dong. You almost don't even fit in your fucking chair anymore. Yeah, she's like, fuck you. What? What? You want to wrap this thing up? You got to get to fucking soccer practice. Soccer practice coming up. Soccer who, season. Who you got picking? Who you got winning this fucking matchy? Dude, I don't even know. I hope Kisner does. That's who I have. I have Kisner winning it. I, pay, I put but a little wood on It's always some on. random dude. It's probably I, like Matthew Wolf or something, yeah, right? I put a little wood on him uh, yesterday, but uh, in the uh, office pool that we have or the golf pool that a bunch of us are involved in that you it's uh what do you call those things eliminator pools yeah, yeah oh, where yeah, you yeah, pick okay. one guy yeah. throughout in as soon as you use them you can't use them anymore yeah, I like that. this is kisner's my pick here and uh i think he took down jt today he, he's on to the semis or whatever the quarters tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah. but with that uh thank you everybody for continuing to listen to our fucking nonsense we are getting closer and closer to year number two. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad. One of these days, the ground will drop out from 